0: The reality is, style amongst Russian guys is not particularly good, I would say, overall. I don't think it's actually that big a gap. But it is definitely, they're less stylish, they spend less time uh, focusing on their clothes. And the reason for that is, they don't need to.
1: Sar Experience
0: Привет! And welcome to another episode of the Valka Valkast with me, Connor Klein. This is the Czar Experience and in today's episode of the Valkast, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different to my normal format. I'm going to take a video that has gone viral on YouTube and I'm going to go through it point by point with you so that you can learn from the issues and opinions and points of view that it raises uh, with respect to dating in Russia, but I think it's basically generally applicable for Belarus and Ukraine as well, which of course are some of the themes of my channel here on YouTube. Now, it really caught my eye, first of all, because it had 5 million views and about 30,000 likes. And the title is 11 Millions, well, in English we'd say million, but 11 Millions Hot Russian Girls Can't Marry Due to Gender Imbalance, Single Man's Paradise. So is this the case? Are there really 11 million hot Russian girls who can't marry? And is it a single man's paradise? That's what we're going to go into in detail uh, today and then you can learn from what I think. And of course, down in the comment section, you can let me know exactly how you think yourself uh, when I go through the video. Now, just because I'm reviewing a video, it doesn't mean I endorse this this channel. I had never come across it before. And I'm going, of course, going to link the full video below in the description so that you can go and check it out uh, yourself. Um, so you can have, you know, see the whole thing, not just what I'm going to show you in this video. It was a little bit confusion when I did a video a few weeks ago that I actually endorsed the channel. But you know, I'm gonna you're gonna get a fair idea of what I think of the of what he says in this video in the voiceover. So let's jump straight into it. Are there 11 hot Russian girls who can't get a guy? This is the question. So let me just click on the video now.
1: Who doesn't want a beautiful, blonde, sexy Russian girlfriend? Of course, who doesn't want that? So till the very end. Maybe you're living in the capital city of Russia and you're looking for advice on how to get girls in Moscow. Or he wants to travel all over the world and who wants to travel to Russia. I mean, come on. If you're hunting for beautiful girls all around the world, you have to go to Russia. So
0: definitely, I agree, Russia is a great destination if you want to meet beautiful women. There is a lot of beautiful women in Russia. Russia. And uh, of course, Moscow, that is the capital. So it's where women from all over the country and from other parts of former Soviet Union will go because obviously it's a big, big cosmopolitan city. Um, So,
1: so far, so good. The women there are incredibly beautiful. If you believe one of the two following things, or both, then this episode is for you. you think that Russian women are the most beautiful women in the world?
0: Do I think that Russian women are the most beautiful in the world? Almost. I actually have another VODcast about that. I'll link it below. Uh, in the description to this video so go watch it afterwards if you haven't seen it also put it up as a card right now but they're pretty damn close
1: for sure and you think that Moscow is a fascinating city
0: yeah Moscow cool place definitely worth uh, traveling to and exploring I definitely agree with it so far now this is a little bit strange that um, it's just a voiceover and it's actually a bit strange because in the rest of the videos on this channel it appears to be a different voice and the guy seems to speak Thai uh, at least very high level of Thai because he's in Thailand speaking all the time but you never see who he is from From what I could gather on his channel this is a different voice and maybe they had a team or maybe this guy started the channel and passed it on um, but anyway so far so good but let's get into more of the juicier stuff in this
1: truth about the women in Moscow how they are and what the women are like it's just one part of what I'm about to share with you Yes, of course, I could tell you, hey, getting Moscow girls is so freaking easy. Here is my getting laid in Moscow course for just $99.99. But then I would be a liar and I want to be honest with you.
0: So there he brings up the main tenant, one of the main tenants in this video, that if you come to Eastern Europe, not just to Moscow, and you think the girls are going to be easy, then if you're in for a big surprise, he also talks about kind of sleazy online marketing in terms of buy my course and, you know, 99 lays in 60 minutes as a result for only 9.99 if you buy today. So basically, yeah, this is a common uh, misconception. I have two other wildcasts, again, down below in the description up in the card if you haven't seen them about whether Belarusian girls are easy, whether Ukrainian women are easy. I don't like the word easy, but I think you know what I mean. It means promiscuous uh, and, um, or easy to hook up with if you're a foreigner, which is what you want to know. Normally, for watching this channel, so uh, that is a big misconception. It's not really the case, and I think he's already set it up uh, here in the video that you're going to see that it's not. So, so far, so good as a video. Uh, But this is not the main, obviously, claim with the title, which was 11 million hot Russian girls can't find, uh, can't marry due to gender imbalance.
1: The truth is that the women in Moscow, in the capital city of Russia, have high standards. They have way higher standards than girls in other parts of the country. And if you've ever been to Russia, no matter which city, you know that Russian women can be cold as fuck in the first couple of minutes of meeting them. I call this the Russian winter. It's when you approach a Russian girl and she gives you nothing. You tell her, wow, you look so amazing. So the first
0: thing he talks about is whether um, girls in Moscow have higher standards and in the countryside the provincial towns. That's pretty universal. Uh, I think everywhere that in the bigger cities, uh, girls have higher standards because they have more higher value guys to choose from. So it makes a lot of sense. I don't think Moscow is exceptional in that sense. You can say the same in the US or in the UK. There are London girls. Do they have higher standards than girls from, you know, I don't know, provincial town? Uh, maybe Newcastle in the north? Um, I would think that's probably the case. I haven't been to Newcastle, been to London. Uh, so I don't think there's anything too exceptional in that. Now he goes into... Um, There's this thing where he's starting to pay her a a compliment as uh, an approach, basically. So he's talking about when you go over to girls and you say, Wow, you look so amazing. Let's see what he says about that.
1: And she looks at you. Oh, what do you want? It's basically a shit test. And a lot of Russian women do it to find out if you are a man who has balls...
0: So basically, he's talking about if you give what my ex-girlfriend is called a cheap compliment. Basically, you go and you give her cheap validation by saying, hey, you look so amazing, immediately putting on a pedestal. And I don't really think that works very well in most countries and most cultures, especially if the woman has high self-esteem. But definitely in Russia or Ukraine or Belarus, starting opening with that, you are so beautiful, uh, like a lot of... I'd say, Middle Eastern guys say when they, they come to say a city like Odessa in the summer, it's not really going to be good advice to go with that. Um, and he's right that they're going to reply, they're going to react very coldly and see if you can back it up with something else or if you're just going to try and uh, make yourself submissive to them and put them on the pedestal and continue to glorify them, or if you are actually going to have some balls, as he says.
1: And if you are a man who continues to pursue him, for a relationship, that you want her as your girlfriend. I have to warn you, and maybe you make other experiences, but that's my experience. If you are looking for a kinky one-night stand with a cute Moscow girl, who jumps in bed with you after you buy her one drink, you're in for a surprise. Sorry, but then you are in the wrong country and the wrong city if you really believe that it's easier to get laid in Russia fast then you will experience a big, big snap in the face. The only reason why dating Moscow girls is so rewarding is because they are not that interested in casual dating.
0: Okay, basically, he's talking about whether you're going to be willing to pursue the girl or the fact that she reacts coldly is going to put you off. Obviously, if you go up and you give these kind of compliments it's better than doing nothing right at least you approach i'll give i'll give you that much if that's your normal stuff but if you can't just because she reacts coldly and if that puts off your game completely then this part of the world you're you're finito over straight away uh and then he goes into um whether it's easy basically to have a one-night stand with a, a girl from moscow he says it's not I, I don't really agree necessarily with that. I think it depends your approach, but definitely if you go with his what he seems to think is the normal way to do things by paying these cheap compliments and giving easy validation. Um, of course, you're not putting presenting yourself as being particularly high value with that. So you're definitely not gonna get uh, a girl aroused in Moscow very easily, a, a beautiful girl for sure. But um, yeah, let's see if he actually gets into the main title, which is why we clicked on it.
1: It's so easy to find a beautiful Russian girlfriend in Moscow because there are so many single women.
0: So now he gets into the main uh, thesis in this video is that there are just so many single women in Russia. It's about supply and demand. Uh, He's trying to, I guess, suggest already that there is a dearth of men per se in the country. Uh, Interesting. Let's see if he backs it up with any sort of uh, statistical evidence, maybe.
1: The secret to success with Russian women is called gender imbalance. It might shock you, but the majority of the 11 million people who live in Moscow have vaginas and boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, the majority of people live in most cities, the majority, 50% plus one, quite often are going to be women as opposed to men. It's, only, it's a binary choice. So <laughs> I'm not really sure about that. Does that mean that there are 11 million single women? Well, apparently the population of Moscow is 11 million. So a majority just means there's 5.5 million plus one. And that's going to make a majority female city. But that means there's almost as many men. So that isn't a very convincing statistic. And plus, he actually said there's 11 hot million Russian girls who can't marry because of gender imbalance. That would suggest the whole country. So I'm not really seeing that this particular stat makes any sense. But let's see if he continues and gives us a little bit more
1: meat There are so many more women than men in this country and especially in the capital city that there's an abundance of lonely single women. What does that mean for you? There's a high chance that the girl that you're approaching is single?
0: Uh, So there you go, crickets. He didn't back it up with any statistic at all. He just said there are lots of lonely single women Again, I don't see why any reason to believe that because the gender imbalance actually only applies to women over 35 years of age. Before the 35, there are actually more men in those countries than women. And if you watch this channel, you might be looking for women over 35, but in general, you're not. So, yeah. And actually, when it's actually just a little bit over 35, it's actually pretty, pretty much balanced. So it's only if you get up to 50 years of age, 60 years of age, then you have a lot more women than men. So I guess if you're into, uh, yeah, grandma's babushke, then good, good going. But he doesn't show any babushke in this video. So I'm guess he's trying to apply that it's the young hotties who are desperately lonely, but there's absolutely zero evidence of that. And he's com- conflating the country and the gender imbalance with old people with actually a lot of single girls in Moscow. And he's just taken this 11 million number. I and mean, he's very good at clickbait because and that's actually something I noticed on in the interview, is on his channel because obviously it got six million, it got four point eight, five million views, almost five million views, and um, the main claim uh, makes absolutely no sense. But let's see, is it really a single man's paradise? Um, let's go forward and see what else he says.
1: And there's a high chance that she will be incredibly thankful for the opportunity to meet an interesting foreign man in a country where it's hard to meet a man on the same education level at all. This makes dating in Moscow so much easier.
0: This music is terrible, it's like what you get in, you normally have to listen to in um, in an elevator. Is it called Muzak or something? Uh, and it's also weird, at this point of the video, he stops talking, <laughs> then the uh, voiceover just stops. I don't know, it's hard to even dance this terrible music. And then um, it's just subtitles on the screen, so I'm not sure what happened. He, Lasty's voice halfway through. It's just a bit odd. Also there are some montages. that are a bit creepy uh, Just slow motion of some girl on a train looking at the camera. It's all a bit odd But um, yeah, then he suddenly seems to talk about it, Of course that if you're in russia and you've all these single girls and you can approach them and Yeah, they're going to be so lonely and then suddenly he's online <laughs> Which is kind of why would you need to be online if you're in russia? <coughs> Then the next part he goes into, it's just, um, yeah, no more voiceover, just uh, the subtitles, but he says that, he claims that Russian men have no style. And this is also something I noticed here. I'll go into this in a lot more detail in another podcast, again, up above in the card down below, where I actually give you what women look for in terms of priority. Is it going to be looks, money, status, or personality? Uh, Definitely go and check that. It's a really, really valuable video, some... um, uh, my clients actually told me that I think it's the most valuable vodcast I've done. So if you've missed that, definitely go and check it out after this one. Um, the reality is, style amongst Russian guys is not particularly good, I would say, overall. I don't think it's actually that big a gap. But it is definitely, they're less stylish, they spend less time uh, focusing on their clothes. And the reason for that is, they don't need to. It's not a high priority for women. So being a pretty boy... Um, you maybe a little bit of an advantage but it's going to be minor um it's basically normally gives you a boost at the beginning so you buy more time in that initial reaction but basically if you're not going to be assertive like i emphasize in my videos here you can be as stylish as you want it's not going to happen with the high quality moscow girls or girls in ukraine or in belarus or anywhere else in the former Soviet union for that case it's just like it's not uh, something that you should focus most of your resources on of course be stylish, be cool, and definitely dress appropriately for the venue that you're going to. For example, if you go to the opera with a girl, of course, dress appropriately for that You know, face control, um, that particular uh, environment you need. There's always a, a dress code, so definitely follow that. And also, um, if you go to the nightclub, you definitely don't want to be wearing flip-flops or something ridiculous, shorts trying to go into a club that's a very formal club in Moscow, you're not gonna get in. Uh, so dress for the venue, 100%. But don't think just because your style is cool amongst your friends in the UK or the US or Italy, Germany, and then you come to Russia and you think, oh, these these peasants from Russia, now I'm going to slay all the ladies here because they're going to just fall for my style. Not likely to be very successful as a strategy. So let's see what else he then goes into. He has the classic, bring flowers to the first date. So here he says that you should bring flowers to the first date in Russia. Now this is something that I talk a lot with my clients about because they see this kind of information online and especially it's heavily marketed by these letter-writing sites uh, where basically they are trying to lure you into paying for the flowers on their site and they're going to be a markup of probably 300% so of course they're telling you you really need to buy flowers. The reality is flowers are definitely optional. It is certainly more common for a man in Russia or in Ukraine or in Belarus to buy flowers and bring it and give it to uh, a woman on a first date for sure. Any sort of date or if they're dating, it's definitely more common, a lot more common than you're gonna see today in the West, especially in Western Europe but somewhere like Sweden uh, or Denmark, I mean, one of my, my friend Philip, um, he always likes to tell about when he sent a girl flowers in Denmark and she sent them back to him with a note. Those old tricks don't work on me. That will not happen here, that is for sure, but you don't actually need to bring flowers the first date. That is optional, can be something you can consider doing. Um, It will definitely spike emotions, but how effective it is, I'm a bit skeptical. You definitely wanna listen to the end of this video because I'm actually going to give you something for free that's gonna help you answer that question about whether you should uh, buy flowers for the first date, what you actually need to do on a date I'll tell you that at the very end of the video. Let's get in and now he's talking about status and whether that's important <laughs> The video just stopped <laughs> out of no no outro nothing just stopped you have to be it's like he was going to go on to another point there and then suddenly just the batteries died on his video editor and he just, boom, upload. Uh, definitely, yes, status is important and he actually outlined some pretty good advice there. It's, it's actually a bit similar to what I have in that other vodcast about what are the priorities for women in uh, Eastern Europe, so in Russia, Ukraine and Belarus, whether you need looks money status or personality and basically the status there is a causal connection between them Um, and definitely the most important is going to be uh, how you present yourself and that's kind of what he associates with status it's a little bit different but obviously projecting yourself in a very positive assertive and leading way with women in russia is super attractive so that is definitely true he hit the nail on the head there with on his final point i agree with and Yeah, so overall, what do I think of this video? Definitely let me know in the comment section below what you think of the video. For me, even though the title is definitely misleading, and I guess that's why I clicked on it. I should probably hire this guy to make my titles because uh, (laughs) he was able to get 5 million views on something that is just not true whatsoever. So it's definitely clickbait in the sense that there are not 11 11 million hot Russian girls who can't marry, who can't get a guy... Due to gender imbalance, that's because it's completely ru- rubbish. Because we start with hot Russian girls, is kind of uh, clearly uh, insinuates that they're under 35. And actually, there are more Russian men <laughs> in that age demographic than women. So they have no problem finding guys, for sure. Now, um, is it a single man's paradise? Paradise is maybe... Bit strong if you just fly in. I don't think if you fly into Russia or Ukraine or Belarus without understanding how things work in this region Is it going to be paradise for you? It's actually probably going to be a monumental Disappointment, judging by what I see amongst foreign guys in Eastern Europe But if you come here and you have your stuff together and you know what you're doing, you have a plan You understand the downfalls, how most foreign men mess things up Then you are definitely going to find it a paradisical Experience that is definitely probably going to be the case uh, you really but you really need to know your stuff And that is why like I told you a little bit of a teaser earlier. I have created a Checklist for you that outlines the five biggest mistakes made by foreign men But made by Western men in particular when they come to Eastern Europe So the countries like Russia Ukraine and Belarus. I put that on a checklist for you It's gonna give you lots of um, Valuable advice is really essential so you can go through it and make sure that you're not going to mess these up when you go on a date With a hot Russian one of the 11 millions apparently that are wandering the streets of Moscow and with no men on the streets It's only women Uh, So definitely go and get that it's completely free I'm only gonna leave it up for the next few weeks. So You want to go basically, now and get it It's gonna be a link below in the description to this video You're gonna have to type in your email address and then I will whisk it off to you Uh, as soon as you type in your details there and confirm your email and you will get that checklist. Five biggest mistakes by far men on dates in Eastern Europe. So in Russia, in Moscow, in St. Petersburg, in Minsk, in Adyasa Mama, in Ukraine and in the capital of Kiev. So you definitely want to get your hands on that. Um, the rest of the advice, besides maybe the uh, cheap compliment and build, pumping up the woman's value with this Uh, approach of you are so beautiful or whatever variation he had uh, on it um no that's terrible advice that's not what you want to be doing you need to be a lot more interesting than that for sure uh that's just something that guess what beautiful russian women they know they're beautiful they already get enough validation there's a thing called instagram they just click on it every day and there are millions living millions of um desperate guys who give them validation, tell them they're beautiful. That's not really gonna do anything. Um, It's better than not approaching, as I said, but really that's not great advice. That's not what you wanna be doing. You wanna be a lot more interesting in your initial um, approach than than that. Uh, You need to be a lot more direct about what you want than you are so beautiful um, because all you're doing is pumping up her value unnecessarily. Believe me, if she's hot, she knows she's hot. You're not the first guy to have told her, probably today already. Uh, If She's looked at her Instagram or other social media. Now the other points he went into um, Wanting to be your wife Um, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. They are definitely a bit more conservative probably than in the West So uh, definitely his advice of them not being easy. I dislike that word in general But not being promiscuous is actually true if you compare it to Western Europe I definitely think that girls in Russia, Ukraine and Belarus are definitely less uh, promiscuous overall Um, but does that mean that they're not going to sleep with you or want to be in a relationship with you that's hard to that's hard to gauge i think if you're just a typical tourist comes over not knowing what they're doing um they're not going to want to be your girlfriend at one night stand or your wife uh for sure um but if you have your shit together then and you know what you're doing then it's it's definitely a very good spot i think it's one of the best spots in the world definitely russia and then he sums up by saying that you're gonna have a competitive advantage if you can dress well. Uh, he exaggerates I think in my experience of uh, the advantage that gives you it's definitely a plus but obviously dressing like, like crap is not gonna be do you any favors uh, and definitely not dressing appropriately but it's 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 a minor thing it's, it's like it's not even 10% it's five so overall actually pretty good I mean he did use clickbait in order to get me to click on it and um, well, wow, that shows that sometimes clickbait can be valuable because I think overall it's not a bad video. There is definitely, you know, points you in the right direction. It's a bit weird the way it's done with the voiceover just suddenly disappearing uh, halfway through the video and then it's actually not the same guy's voice as on the rest of his channel. So that is the end of today's episode of the Volca Valcast for me, Connor Klein. See you very soon in the next video. This Vidanya experience